Welcome to Two Judgy Mums, a babyology podcast. Hen and Bex are two mums, under pressure, under-resourced, but over-opinionated, and are our two judgy mums. Who doesn't love a kid's birthday party? I think you can guess. Oh, Hen, thank God you're here. Oh. Oh, this is a painful party. How long have you been here? Oh, it seems like I, since I was a teenager. <laughs> About five years. <laughs> I don't even know this kid. My kid never even talks about Jack. I know. I don't even care that I'm late. But how's what just happened when we walked in? The mum said, oh, hi, Digby. Thanks for coming to our party. So good to see you. And Digby said, I'm happy to be here, but mum isn't. She said she'd rather lick an iron. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met her before. Do you know her? Yeah, she's all right. She's not one of the bad ones. But Arch, you've got to stop talking in front of your kids, I reckon. I know. I can't say anything anymore. She kind of laughed and I just said, he's the present. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, And it's even too early for alcohol. I mean, wouldn't it be good if they just served uh, espresso martinis or something at these parties? Have a look around. Maybe they might. Yeah. At our friend's birthday party, at the little boy's birthday party, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning and there was one parent there. And the host said to the parent, which was our friend, said to the parent, can I get you a drink? And he thought, the guy said, I'll have a beer. But he wasn't sure if he said, I'll have a beer or not. So he came to us and he said, so if he said, have a beer, and I give him a soft drink or a bottle of water, he's going to think <laughs> I'm a loser. But if I go and give him a beer at almost 10 o'clock in the morning, he's going to think I'm a widow. A complete drunk. So give what him a d- ginger beer. <laughs> yeah, a root beer. That, that's a good idea. Well, I said, just take one of each down yeah. and then say whatever. Anyway, the guy took the beer. Wow. He definitely wanted a beer. Yeah, that's yeah. so you judge them if they do and then you judge them if they don't. So what do you think? Do you think you should have alcohol at kids' parties? From 11.30am parties <laughs> on, yes. And so do you turn it then into a, like a bar where you walk around and it's like a bottomless champagne glass? No, you're asking me as if I actually put any effort into my kids' parties. <laughs> Both of my kids, when they turn two, had pretend parties. I took photographs of them in front of a cake with some balloons, but we didn't have a party. And there was no one else there? No one else was there, but they've got the photo because they don't have memories until they're four. So as long as they've got a photo, that's fine. Is that right? No memories until they're four? Yeah, you can just put them in a drawer and they wouldn't know. (laughs) And as long as you don't take a photo of it, because it's the photos that they go, oh yeah, I remember that, and they don't. I wish I'd known that. I've spent an absolute fortune on my kids. Digby's fifth birthday party, it was like a 21st. <laughs> there were 60 people there. What? 60 I don't even know people. 60. How does he peak. know 60 people? Well, all the friends, family friends, mother's group friends, but then it's siblings, partners, you know. So I've catered for all of the adults. I fed everybody. Did you give them booze? K- yes. Oh my God. Why yeah. wasn't I invited? You were. You were too busy. You're always so busy. (laughs) It was like a 21st. That was ridiculous. And it costs like an absolute fortune. So five birthday parties. I don't know why I just don't do come over for some cake or let's meet in the park for cake. Yeah, is that what we did? What's wrong with me? Well, a lot, but... (laughs) (laughs) I could have gone on some really nice holidays instead of having those parties. I know. And they don't care. They don't know. I mean, they talk about it all year. And then they have it and they're usually upset and crying or, you know. I know, they just get so overwhelmed. But what I did actually, so I was looking at those entertainers. One year we had Batman come and he was just ridiculous. 
What, pointless. good or ridiculous bad? No, it was a waste of money. Absolutely. Oh, I, they played like a parachute game and ran around in between the trees. Yeah, but then you didn't have to do it. So that's the good thing. But I went to well, one last week, last weekend, to this kid, and I didn't know anyone there. Like, I didn't even know why we were invited. I didn't know the kids. I didn't know the parents. But we got invited and I went. And Fireman Sam turned up, and I oh, swear yes. to God, I thought he was a stripper. Because he walked in, <laughs> seriously, with his fireman outfit, you know, done undone into his like belly button and with like a boom box or you know whatever you know stereo and I was pissing myself laughing thinking he's you know gonna pull out his hose and I was looking around (laughs) and none of the other mums were sniggering at all no I was just about to say were the other mums clapping and yeah no and I was like the only one and I couldn't say anything because I was like no they're gonna judge me yeah Oh, the stripper's here. Oh, wow. You did have some entertainment for the adults. So glad I came. But don't you feel sorry for the entertainers? Because, like, no one, no one's at school and goes to their careers counsellor and goes, yeah, when I grow up, I want to be a child's entertainer. I'm well, a- what they should say is, I want to be a child entertainer's company owner. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be the aspiration. Jump around for $250. I know, because I saw we had a ninja turn up to another friend's party, and oh, he yeah. was awesome. That's like cool. He was excellent. Run the kids ragged. It was brilliant. We didn't have to talk to the kids. We didn't have to do anything. Yeah. But he was like 45. You know, yeah. and you're like... Old nin- granddad then, ninja. Yeah, but then, you know, you go and see him change out of his ninja clothes in his, like, 1998 Camry, and you're like, your life did not fucking turn out how you thought it would. You know? I mean, the kids are like, woo, ninja! And we're all like, oh, that is sad. And he's, like, walking away, rubbing his hips and rubbing yeah. his knees. <laughs> so All right, Simon says, stand on one leg. So we went totally old school with this party and I tied donuts to the clothesline, all different lengths, you know, all around. And they had to close their eyes and like put their hands behind their back and eat, try and eat the donuts. But with the fishing line, so Mick has got all the fishing gear. No idea. Never goes. Talks about fishing Never all caught the time. a fish. Never yeah. caught a fish. Actually, he took digs fishing the other day and, uh, Oh, a couple of weeks ago, and they and they came home, and I said, "How did you go?" And Diggs goes, "Dad caught a seagull and a squid." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how do you catch a seagull? That's perfect. I don't think he meant to. Right. <laughs> I think it was a bad story. <laughs> I don't. I think Diggy's quite scarred by it, but he didn't. Ha- he had to like cut the twine from around its neck. Like it must have wrapped around when. Uh, Digby's going to turn out to be a serial killer. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll take no responsibility for it if that happens. But the fishing line was cutting, like slicing the donuts. Do you know what I mean? So they weren't <laughs> sticking up there for very long. It was a slight disaster, but they did really love it. You know, like that's what we used to do when we were kids, and that's what they had the most fun with. Yeah. Well, now it's always the piñata. You, did you have a piñata? Oh. My kids are obsessed with the piñata. Yeah, we did. But did you know that they're empty? Yeah. I can't believe I'm the only one that knows, that thought that they were full when you bought them. I thought you bought them with all that shit in there. 
They're not wine bottles. They come what? empty and you've got to fill them up. That is ridiculous. Well, no, what, what is ridiculous is the whole idea of a piñata because basically you're like, let's incite a prison riot, let's get our kids to bash to death some animal-looking thing and then, you know what, kids? Eat off the floor. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Go ahead, eat off the floor. Get and every sword I've ever confiscated and bring it out. Exactly. Here. And it's like the stronger you are and the more violent you are, the better chance you'll win. The more it's you'll get. just wrong. And my kids love it. Like when we go to something completely inane, like I'm like, let's go to the dentist. And they're like, can we get a piñata afterwards? <laughs> what, do you have them for no reason? <laughs> no. They, my kids think that if they just do anything I ask them to do, then they deserve some sort of <laughs> prize or present. And so I'm thinking of just getting like a piñata and filling it with rocks. <laughs> Just fill it with veggies. Yeah. Imagine doing that at the birthday party. Your kids would never be invited again. <laughs> You'd save a lot of money because, geez, the presents. People go all out, don't they? Yeah. Particularly with the food, you know. A friend of mine, she does some catering and she, you know, people spend literally thousands and thousands of dollars on their kids' parties these days. It's really competitive. And I thought Well, they're that, having it at this party. Well, I th- <laughs> I'm quite comfortable here, though. I don't mind that. As long as they don't have those... Devils on horseback. What is that cold mashed potato with Devon wrapped around it? That's just disgusting. I've never heard of that. You've never seen that at a kid's party? No. No one has ever seen that at a kid's party. I need to talk to my mum. Yeah, you do. She didn't She didn't make it, but I remember that from kids' parties when we would go, and they'd have, like, healthy parties, so that there was no junk food at them. They were shit. Cold mashed potato. <laughs> That yeah. is the worst. I'm going to ask mum. I'll come back to you on that. Yeah, I'm right. Sure. Well, my mum, my mum has had this tradition for every grandchild. So for every grandchild, what she does on her, the first birthday, she goes into a fancy cake store. Like she finds out what the kid's favourite character is. So the you know the first grandchild, it was a Teletubby. Yeah. So she got this amazing Teletubby cake. It looked lifelike. It was fantastic. And then this one year old sits there and watches the beheading. It sees it, you know, having its arms and legs sliced off and then is forced to eat it. I mean, that's that's going to be serial killer territory right there. Eat the face of your Teletubby and yeah. be happy about it. Yes. This is what you do to those you love. But what I was saying before about my friend who's the caterer, she does all these fancy, fancy parties and one of the requests was to make camouflage popcorn. What, where are like they in the hiding them? Of camouflage. In the grass? I, I just would have put empty bowls out and said, <laughs> <laughs> there's your camouflage popcorn. What, can't you see it? <laughs> camouflage popcorn. And she charged them an absolute fortune to do it. What, did she hand colour each popcorn or something? Well, I didn't even ask her in the end. Yeah, right. That is weird. So what did you even get this kid? Well, Lego. I mean, yeah. I didn't know. How much should you should we be spending? I'm really conflicted about this. I'm really confused about, I mean, does the, the cost and level and size of present, is that an indication of... How much you like the child. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Or how is much it? guilt you've got because you don't see your child. So you're like, better buy them good presents so that you to give to others so other kids play with them. Because don't <laughs> present bribery. Yeah. Because don't you find that people are so generous? Like I feel actually sort of embarrassed about how much stuff the kids get. Yeah, the crap presents that we've given and the yeah. good ones that our kids get. So have you got a presents drawer? 
presents what? cupboard. No. You know, with all the presents in there, you can pull it. Well, I used to, but oh, my kids found them, found it. <laughs> <laughs> They've just gifted it all to themselves. So I don't know, it's like $25, $35. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. So a girl at school, she had a party for her. He's in year one now. But when at the end her little kid was looking at the presents and there was this really random gift like just in a paper bag and it was a packet of Tim Tams. Perfect. Bizarre but yeah fine not wrapped or anything and then a like a wallet like a little velcro wallet and she didn't think they didn't think anything of it didn't touch it but then a couple of weeks later they were going somewhere and this little boy wanted to take some pocket money with him to buy something you know use a wallet so she pulled it out and she opened it and there was a hundred bucks in there. In the wallet? Yes. In the wallet. And so she said to me and a couple of the other mums, what am I, you know, like, what am I going to do about this? Do you think they've given me a gift to my kid? Like, she doesn't even know them of a hundred bucks. No. How desperate would you be to buy that friendship? Is that buying friendship? But what another woman said, another mum that was with us said, that's a re-gifted gift. Oh, like the grandma's given the wallet and said, yes. and there's 100 bucks inside. Yes. Yeah. So what would you, so then Punish. she's faced with this dilemma. Like, what would you do, Bex? I don't know. It depends if I liked the kids' parents. So they don't know them. It's a kid from class. They haven't had any play dates or whatever. You know, that they're not friendly. Yeah, because you wouldn't purposely give a kid 100 bucks, would you? There is no way. Oh, I wouldn't give my kids 100 bucks. Yeah. I wouldn't give you a hundred bucks. Cash. I haven't yeah. seen a hundred dollar note for so long. It was a hundred dollar <laughs> note as well. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So then she felt like she couldn't say, Oh, thanks for the Tim Tams and the wallet and the hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know then how you send a text to everybody and say, oh, thanks for coming, thanks for the gift, yeah. I hope your kid had a great time, our kids loved it, whatever. So anyway, in the end, she kept it. She didn't say anything. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. Because she was like, I can't, I don't want to bring it up. But anyway, I, so now I'm going to invite that kid to my, <laughs> to our parties. Yeah, and now this is the most popular kid at school. Because if they are potentially that generous, he can come yeah. to my place. <laughs> So do you do party bags? I mean, that's another massive but you amount have to, of pressure. Because right? kid, every kid goes, where's my party bag at the end of the party? I know. It's like a given, isn't it? But it's a, it's stupid. It drives me insane. Like, why give someone presents that you've just given a present to who has just invited you to their party? I mean, it's like turning up to a nice restaurant and getting the bill and then giving the chef your homemade cookies. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. It is a bit. It's a bit. Is it the same kind of principle as, is it called bonbonieri at weddings? Yeah. You know how you have to give a gift of but like it's sugar-coated almonds or whatever. It's nothing like these party bags that the kids bring home. They've got like cars in them, <laughs> um, headbands, clips, um, like lollies and chips and chocolates and stuff. But like proper things that you could almost set up your house with. <laughs> you could almost like, <laughs> stick be getting a toaster. <laughs> chopping boards. <laughs> but like things that you just It should be for think. the parents. That's what we should do. We should change the culture so that the um, gift bags have – Stuff for the parents because, you know, we're the ones who've bought the gift, driven the kids. Maybe like a little mini bar. Yeah, little <laughs> bottles of vodka, little <laughs> bottles of gin, maybe a joint. That would be You know, so something just better. to relax with. Yeah, where's our thanks for bringing these little bastards here? And then it's half a day. I know. You, you know? don't get that day back. 
So some and they won't even remember it. I know. So some weekends we've got like multiple parties, right? And so if Dee comes home with a party bag and Poppy hasn't been to the party, massive, massive Meltdown. world wars. Yep. Yep. World War One, World War Two, nothing on party bag wars. I know. And so, do you take the siblings all the time to the parties? I ask. I'm yeah. not. I'm not rude. I ask because there is a certain etiquette around that, isn't there? Yeah. If it's at their house or a park take the siblings. If it's at one of those play centres, those awful sweat boxes. Yeah, just don't go at all. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see in the news there was a big punch-up about one of those? Where inside a play centre? Yeah. That does not surprise me at all. Between parents? Yes. Totally. I know. It's just, it's like a a sweat box full of ice-fuelled or icing-fuelled kids and there's just anger. It's like netball with no whistles. It's just a whole (laughs) group of women converging on one space. Shouldn't be allowed. No three feet. I've actually been, yeah, no three feet. I've actually found myself in a situation in an indoor play centre as well. It was really awful. No, No, but I thought she might have wanted to hit me. I can't imagine that. It was terrible. So what happened, I was there with another friend and her kids and they were all, you know how they go kind of upstairs, like it's like three or four levels. You can sort of see them for part of it, but mostly you can't see. You can't. And then all of a sudden they come down this twirly slide and they're all crying. Like the three of them are crying and they've got like red scratches on their arms, like visibly scratched. And one little girl, one of the friends had it on her face. Wow. And so we were like, what? What has happened here? What, what's going on? And the kids are saying, oh, these kids were fighting us and they were hitting us and they were scratching us and they were doing us stuff. So, and I'm saying, well, where are they? Show me which kids they are. I'm going to punch on. That was the biggest mistake. I should have just said, right, we're leaving this place. This is disgusting and it's awful. This is not the way it's supposed to be. But no, I persisted. But the kids then, the offending kids came down the slide and our kids ran over and started yelling at them, pushing them. And that's what this other group of mothers saw. So then just yelled in the face of me and my friend. (laughs) Like profanities, like swearing, abusing us. They knew absolutely no, they had no background about what had been going on at all. And I'm trying to say, no, but your, oh, it was just awful. I don't want to say your kid hurt my kid and whatever, because I wasn't up there. But all I said was, have a look at my kids and have a look at your kids. They're covered in scratches, they're crying, they're bruised, whatever. And she just would not stop. And I was really scared. <laughs> I was really scared. So I sort of walked away and tried to go to a different area. And the girlfriend that I was with, she's like, I'm getting a really bad feeling about this. They're over there talking about you. I can see <laughs> I can see them. I think we just need to leave. Yeah, plastic knife's out. Yeah. So she just got her bags and, and we left. And it was a really unsettling you know, I think it was the closest I've come in my life to having like a physical confrontation with anybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it would have been in front of the oh, I was going to leave in this worse state than they were in. <laughs> so a bit shaky. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, never again. I hate those place centers. Oh, I hate it. God, I hope this cake comes out soon. Oh, totally, because that is the universal signal that you can leave. I know, it's fantastic. It's like, so exciting. You've Ten done minutes, your time, you've stayed minutes. long enough, you've eaten a bit of crap food, you've run around, whatever, you've watched them open all their presents. Have you seen the Peppa Pig fail cakes? 
that they're, they're, they look they basically look like uh, a scrotum with a face. And <laughs> that is Peppa Pig. <laughs> that is Peppa Pig. I don't think that's a fail. Yeah, that, well, it's a fair reflection on her personality. <laughs> she is a cockhead. She is a total dick face, Peppa. <laughs> I'm going to ban her from my house. Do you know it's, she's actually banned in China now? No way. Why? Well, because um, apparently, like gangsters are using Peppa Pig as a symbol. And so it's now being, she's being associated with gang warfare. What, for jumping in putty muddles? Yeah. <laughs> I might move to those parts of China where it's banned. I know. It's, they do some good things sometimes. Winnie the Pooh got banned too. Oh, why? Oh, apparently look too much like their president or something. <laughs> okay, so while this party is taking fucking forever, <laughs> let me run another idea past you. Oh, good. I love you, your mumpreneur <laughs> ideas. Let's workshop. Okay, thanks for being my soundboard, but I will get it right and you will be happy for me and I will let you in on, I'll cut you in on some of the profits when I make it big. How about that? Yeah, right. Okay. Can't okay. wait. So here's my question. At night, are you and Andy the same temperature? No. So what are you? I'm hot and she's cold. Okay. So this, is, this causes a massive issue in our house as well, right, with the doona. So what about a doona that is one doona, you know, it's mm-hmm. not two, but one side is thicker and, you know, more comfortable and than the other, and the other side is thin and lightweight. Yep. For I'm the... just getting my phone out, but, yeah, keep going. Okay, why? But I think this is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Mick and I fight about this all the time. I like the weight, the feeling, even in summer. Yeah, you, you do know that this idea has been done. Look at this. There's 36,423 <laughs> Google results for that idea. For the for the double doon? I mean, I yeah. don't Is that what it's called? Oh, it's called, I don't know, the cosy. Look, one. There's one's called the cosy two. Yeah, cosy two, the double duvet, oh. something about a tog. I don't know what a tog no is. No way. lie underneath a tog. You can lie underneath a tog. But wait, let me have a look. Is this where they're... It's, the same doona. I'm not talking about separate doonas. No, it's the same doona and it's just like two doonas. Oh. You're so close. <laughs> that is really unfair. Anyway, I'm going to have a look at that because maybe I could do it better. <laughs> Are they available in You the know store? what you should do? You should do um, three-way one and that could be for people who have their pets on their bed too. I was too. just about to say, who's having the three-way and needs to worry about someone else? <laughs> Comfort. Well, it'll be someone without kids. Hey, look, the cake's coming. Oh, yay. Hallelujah. Happy birthday to you, whatever your name is. Happy birthday, dear man. Happy birthday to you. Join Bex and Hen next time for Two Judgy Mums, a babyology podcast.